What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, Uber Lyft driver and gig economy news. Powered by UberLyftDrivers.com. I'm your host, SJ, and it's time to get it on. Well, what's up, everybody? How are you? Uh, what's up, Freestyle? What's up, Marissa? What's up, Tommy? And I want to welcome my co-host tonight, who has been on the podcast a handful of times, actually, uh, Jason from Drive to Win 13. If you guys aren't familiar with his channel, uh, it's in the show notes. Link over to it. Check it out. And uh, make sure you do check out his channel. Jason, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. These uh, co-hosting episodes have been a uh, kind of, uh, they've been fun. Because uh, it, it just takes a little pressure off me. Because every week I've been like, you know, for two years I've been just like, oh, I gotta get all this in. I gotta. I know and it's it's hard. It's really hard to do a podcast on your own. It is. I mean, even though you can pause and you can, you know, especially like the audio, you can pause and stuff. But it's hard when you're just doing it all alone. And I've really realized that doing it with a. Now that yeah. I have a co-host, or, you know, every week a guest co-host, it's been a, a lot. Of, it's gonna be hard to ever go back. I guess right. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Sure. We'll see. Yeah. Before I get uh, too far into anything, though, I first want to give a shout out to uh, Solo. Um, yeah, put it up on the screen here, guys. So um, pretty much speaks for itself. And I will be working on some Solo stuff here in the near future and bringing you guys some screenshots, um, bringing the team in a little bit. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, Solo's in, um, they started in Seattle last year. They're now in you know eight other markets, including Miami, Tampa, um, Atlanta, Nashville, Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, and I'm missing one, Houston. Um, and that's been all this year that they've launched in those other markets. And what they do is you know you plug in all your apps, and they tell you each hour what you what you'll earn on each app. If you, if you work that hour on the app and you don't make it, they'll cut you a check at the end of the week for the difference. So um, it's an amazing app. You don't have to sign up for any extra apps. You just plug in the ones that you already use. They work with Lyft, Uber, Uber Eats, Grubhub, uh, DoorDash, um, Shipped, GoPuff, and I'm missing one. I forgot one. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. I was so close to I, I know it's gonna come to me in a second. Um what's up, Driven Dad? What's up, Bud Soda? So Jason, how have you been, man? I've been good. I've been busy, man. Super yeah. busy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know me. Yeah. Are you uh are you up are you in Idaho or are you in Arizona? I'm in Arizona right now. Um I'm for about another month and then I'll be down the road heading to Florida. Yeah. Okay. Florida for the summer, huh? Yeah. I've, I've, I've got a, um, I'm going down in the off season to get ready for the, you know, the big season on, uh, Airbnb and Turo and some other stuff. So okay, going down a little early to, you know, warm up. Yeah. 
you're not taking, you're, I'm, guessing, I'm guessing you're not taking the RV this time. I am actually. Jesus. Uh, I am. Gas and prices it, are going to kill you, dude. It is. So last year I drove from Arizona <laughs> to Florida and it cost me $600. Um, it's 2,400 miles. And I did the math the other day. It will be about a dollar a mile. So <sighs> it went from six $600 to about 2,500 for the same trip. It's insane. And then coming back, it's going to be five grand. Yeah. I mean, well, crazy. I guess, I don't know. I don't know how long you're going to be there. Could, I, be, I, could be 10 grand. Could be. I, I mean, if I get stuck in Florida, okay, I guess I'll just stay in Florida. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's not, I guess, as I said it, it's not even funny, actually, that I did that because it's very true right now. So it's actually very scary and not funny at all. Yeah, no, you're right. It. it you're right. It sucks. I've been saving my rubles uh, yeah. to make the trip for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. Man. It's, I mean, just to do anything, it's gas is, I was telling somebody the other day, like right now would be the time to go get an RV. Yeah. And like, a big if, old If truck. you wanted to walk onto it, cause we have, yeah. I don't know about you, but we have big RV lots here, big ones Yep. Yep. where they're you just, ev- they're everywhere for acres and acres yep. and, if you were to just walk on, I guarantee they're on sale already on a, on the sticker. But you could just, oh, if yeah. you had cash or something, you could be like, I'll give you half. Yeah. And they'd be like, okay. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. no way that there's like a selling spree on RVs right now. Mm-mm. No. I'm actually very curious to see how uh, this um, fall season is for snowboard snowbirds. <clears throat> yeah. And whether it, you know, like prohibits them from doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, uh, so, okay. Well, uh, well, here's one, something I want to start with that. So there's two articles out and both of them come from places where I get articles. I trust the news from it's not fake news ever. And it's not, you know, the Seattle times can be a little leaning one way or the other, but these two articles weren't at all. And I can it's kind of like a, is it and or one or the other? Cause they kind of conflict and the other one's from the points guy. So, one of the articles is Uber Lyft uh, wait times improving as drivers return. The other one is demand for Uber and Lyft drivers still not back up. Yeah. Which one is true? Both? <laughs> are they? What the, I mean, this, I mean, these are, and as I read them, it's like they were saying the same points too. They were saying like, you know, and so one article saying wait times are improving. Drivers are coming back. The other one says drivers aren't needed yet. Yeah. But in the you know, in, in the content of the both articles, it was the same. You know, it's interesting. One of the ways that I uh, kind of gauge all that is I <clears throat> turn on my app as a driver, right? And um, I see how far I'm getting requests for. You know, if, if all my requests are for a really far distance, that's telling me that that whole area, right, doesn't have enough drivers. But if I turn on my passenger app, and I select something and it tells me that it's a 15, 20, 30, 45 minute wait. It tells mm-hmm. me there's not enough drivers. And I've done that a few times here in Arizona. I'm in Phoenix right now. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird because uh, I think maybe both are true a little bit. Like there's not enough drivers in maybe certain areas. And so they're, you know, chasing the surge, which we always said don't do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know. Maybe they are both true. It's yeah, weird. I mean, 
I, it was the same kind of thing. Like, I don't know if you've seen that. Um, you, I know you know uh, Chris, Chris Real Rideshare Stories, and you know Sergio yep. from the Rideshare Guy who writes it. So they do this thing now um, on, I think it's Wednesdays, where they do a live, the three of them on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And they just kind of collaborate about some things. And they were taught, you know, I can't remember who the third was. The third was uh, the one of the other, Gabe, one of the other writers for the Rideshare Guide. So the three of them were on. And uh, Gabe and Chris were talking about like, you know, well, these gas prices are going to kill people. And of course, I was just waiting for it because I, I like Sergio a lot. I like all yeah. of them. But I like Sergio a lot. And I was just waiting for him to come in. He, he came in with, he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, these, I mean, I hate to say this. I hate to put it out there. But he said, you know, these gas prices are great. It's kicking everybody off the road. I'm busy as I'm busy as I can be. Right, right. And he's yeah. in LA. He's paying the six eighty nine or whatever it's at now. So I mean, it's not a joke. It's not. Yeah. You know, well, it's it's right here. It's almost six. So we're we're not that far. I, I just pay. I just filled up my Prius for almost eighty dollars. <laughs> yes, and. Uh, and it was right at six dollars a gallon. It's crazy. Yeah, we just um, had uh, John John Dash Theory on last week, yeah. and he was saying he's saying the same thing. You guys are right in the same area right now. Yeah, so. he's, yeah, he's here too. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, but he was he was saying the same thing. He's like, we're really not that far off California. No, I uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. But um, one thing I will say is uh, it's interesting that the customers don't seem to care too much. About right. what the, what the gas prices are, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you can be busy. I think the thing for me is I'm being much more selective about the rides I take or the deliveries I do. Um, you know, I, it's just plain not worth it to go pick up somebody, especially if I don't have the certain tiers that tell you, you know, where that person's going. I, I'm not going to risk it and drive 15 miles minutes to pick somebody up. I'm just not going to do it. Where I used to, I used to be like, oh. You know, it might take me to a good spot or it, it's in a good area. I, I'm a definitely much more selective uh, now, for sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking speaking of Arizona, um, this really gets to me. And I've, we've talked about this before. And I mean, some people know that I, I mean, just that I'll, and you probably know this too, that I'll, I'll go off on autonomous. The timelines are never right. But I want to speak talk. Speaking of Arizona, I want to speak specifically about the 2018 autonomous death. Yeah, um, because you know there was an article about this still isn't over yet, and I want to talk about how complicated this actually is. So I broke yeah. it down into just some handwritten notes here. I hope I can read my own writing here. So I want to bring everybody up to speed. So Phoenix, all of Phoenix is Maricopa County. Is that right? That's correct. Okay, so this happened in Phoenix, Maricopa County. Now, I always say that, you know, when people are like, you know, well, there's not such a thing as too big to fail. And I, I've had the conversation with people, well, Uber might be too big to fail. Well, no, nobody can be too big to fail. Well, you can if you're in bed with with com with cities and stuff and you've done free rides to testing and this and that and the other. I understand that if their stock value gets to zero, which it seems to be on a very, I mean, everything's doing badly right now. So it's not, real judge but if they got to zero yes they're done but here's an example of exactly what i've been talking about when i say that they shouldn't be in with these companies is that like okay authorities in maricopa county arizona said they could not prosecute the case because they had worked with uber in the past 
So see, this is exactly my, this is part of what I've said. Right. You know, like here's an autonomous vehicle that shouldn't have even been operating. Yep. It's not up to standard. It had parts that they know don't work in certain weather, this, that, the other. So they still, they had the driver in there. You know, now we've seen stuff in California where these the cruise car ran the red light. And we were talking about that last week and stuff. So you, you, Maricopa County handed it over to, uh, is it Yavapai County? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's whatever is right outside of, of Phoenix, the next county. And um, they got into a big issue with they couldn't really rule it correctly because of the way it was handed over to them. So they determined Uber not at fault and sent it back to Maricopa County. So the now absolved Uber um, gave prosecutors information which led to the indictment of Rafaela, Rafaela Vasquez who was the test driver in the vehicle at the time of the accident. Okay. So Uber led prosecutors to believe Vasquez was watching a TV reality show. So Vasquez and her lawyers claim Uber misrepresented the video footage. She said she was only listening to a TV program, which featured music. Also Uber threw her under the bus saying that she was looking at her phone, which is what they show on all the videos. Yeah. That isn't her phone. That is an Uber supplied um, screen for communication with coworkers. So she, the way they played it was, it looks like she's like looking at a phone, not doing her job, but really she's looking at the screen that they told her to look at. Right. <clears throat> they threw her under the bus on this. Uber's now completely absolved and they're now, go, they're, they're now prosecuting this woman. Yeah. And now she's going to take this to the T. She's she's ready to just throw Uber under the bus. And what really this article I was reading was really, really, really telling because basically the, their scenario is no matter what happens at this point, this is going to be the downfall of autonomous before it ever even starts. Yeah. Which is what I've been waiting for. We need a, a, a case crunching something that shuts this crap down. They know That's it doesn't sure. work. They know it's not safe. It should not be on the streets. Yeah. It, it, it's a good uh, 20 years behind. Uh, it should not be here right now. They shouldn't be. They could do some testing in some sort of like a controlled environment um, and and get through all these darn bugs and everything. There, there should never be a moment which it's live. And, and why would they throw this lady under the bus? I mean, it's going to come back to haunt them to no end. You know, I think they're just trying to sweep it all under the rug like it never happened. And uh at least to a lot of people, you know, they're not going to bring it out and say, Oh, we made a mistake. Uh, because if it ever becomes comes something in the future, you know, they get the stuff worked out. They don't want that on them. They want to be able to point the finger at somebody else making a mistake. Right. Uh, but the facts that they gave to the prosecutor are now already being like, it's not even like, Hey, we need to go prove this. It's like, was she not watching the screen that you provided her? And they're like, no, she was. Well, then why'd you tell prosecutors this? So they've yeah. already been caught in the lie. If they go to court with this, is what the article was saying, that they're just screwed. Yeah, they, they should go to court with it. They, she should. She well, should she's going to have to because they're sure. suing. I mean, this is the guy got killed. They're, I can't remember what the amount is. They're suing for like 22 million point something. Yeah. So, I mean, this lady's a, you know, like 
paid nothing to be right. an operator of an autonomous yeah. car. She's probably paid 20 bucks an hour or something. Right. Definitely not $20 million. You know, and $20 million, that's just basically, <laughs> hey, my life's over. The rest of my life, I'll just be throwing money at you and it still won't pay it off. Yeah. I mean, well, when, when that all started, they thought they were suing, you know, Uber and Uber couldn't write a check. Right. So yeah. that's what they're thinking for sure. But again, it just it it went to prove to me the power of Uber. Here's again the power of Uber. Yeah. You know, I mean, people sometimes like when I say this stuff, I don't know that they really get the power of Uber when I'm like, they're in with the cities. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean? That means this. That means that they can go run a person down, kill him with an yeah. autonomous vehicle and just kind of play like, well, we gave you some money. We gave rides to testing and yeah. voting and this and that. And we've done some things yep. for the city and we're, you're not going to prosecute us. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, like a politician's game, you know, it's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not only scary and wrong. It just proves my point about like how even Uber goes to countries and starts operating before they even talk to the country. Yeah. Right. And they get get kicked out of these countries and then they go back anyway and start doing it again. And they just keep doing it until they, the country finally says, fine, give us a bunch of money and you can stay. And they're like, fine, here you go. There you go. And then we're in. Yeah. Yep. I mean, this is how yeah. the company, it's just, I've never seen or heard of a company operating this way in my life. And I know we're dealing with the gig realm, but I'm talking outside of it. There's the corporation yeah. Uber, the way that they do this is really. Well, I know, I know like uh, companies like Walmart, you know, they used to do that when they were, you know, building Walmarts everywhere. They'd go in and take over a city, uh, yeah. throw a bunch of money and then didn't care about all the people that lives they're ruining. Um, yeah. You know, and they got so big, so powerful. I mean, for crying out loud, they're buying the Denver Broncos right now, right? So, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, they. I know that they did a lot of that. There's, and it's it's wrong to get that big and powerful. It absolutely is. Yeah, I feel like you know, at least with them though, I feel like they're under a little bit more of a restriction. I mean, yeah, at least, or, or maybe have a little more to, I mean, yes, they can get away with what many companies can't, but I don't feel like they're to the right. Uber level where we're just, they're just like, oh, we, your rules and laws, we don't care about those. Like, we're going to we do, do whatever we want. We want. And, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. You're not going to do anything to us. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. I think it's because of the way they, that they're an SAAS and they just, it, they can always point the finger at the drivers. Well, yeah. we're just, we're just not, we turned the app on, they started using it. I'm going to tell you. Like yeah. Like, well, then right. we don't want your app here. Right. Well, right. Well, we're going to keep it anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. Um, And by the way, yeah, before I get to this next thing, I wanted to talk about this because it seemed like, Jason, you had something to say about this. And I, I had this sent to me from um somebody who listens to the podcast and I see around the YouTube community all the time, Josh. But I've seen these many times and I'm going to put it up here. And this is side by side. Um, same promo times and i know one side's fuzzy and it's hard to see but if you can look close enough you'll see that it's more on the right on in every instance yeah i think yeah in every instance it's it's like 50 cents more yeah now this is exactly the same minute exactly the same place this isn't two screenshots from two that's on there are two phones on the same table right there yeah side by side so what's going on with this stuff so, you know, I'll be honest with you. I think all these apps play this game. <clears throat> I remember when I was doing uh, Uber and Lyft a lot, like pre-pandemic. And um, 
I, I had regular passengers that I took to the airport every Monday and every Friday and every Tuesday, right? And I just built like this little army of people. And uh, the way that I would do it, I would do it legit, right? I didn't, I didn't take them outside the app. Um, a, a few times I did because there was an app issue or something, but I did it in the app. And how I did it was I would drive up to their house. They'd get in my car. I'd turn my app on. They'd request a ride. I'm the closest rider, right? And yeah. away we go. Well, one thing that I noticed was when I got to a certain level in terms of dollars, like if I drove all night, I got to pick up somebody at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. It did not matter what I did. Um, if Because I'm my dollar amount is at 280 bucks for the day. It would not ping my car. It would try to pull somebody 15 miles away, even though I'm right there in the parking lot. And I, I think in their defense, what they're trying to do is distribute the wealth or distribute the rides to to everybody not just the guy that's hustling um and in this case that, that was doordash right yeah so um i think doordash does the same thing potentially maybe with somebody who is a newer person versus somebody who is a seasoned person or a certain amount of in that week it'd be interesting to see that same stat with somebody who has done the exact same amount of deliveries, roughly the same amount of dollars, you know, uh, for the week or something. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I've, I've seen that stuff on other apps as well. Instacart is pretty famous for doing the same stuff. Um, and, uh, even, even, um, uh, shipped yeah. ship was doing some of that as well. Yeah, I haven't seen it was shipped as much, but like here's Bud Soda saying the same thing. And he's up in upstate New York, you know, he's saying the same thing. He's he's got a dollar uh peak pay and his buddy's getting a buck fifty. Yeah. And they're in the same spot. Yeah. Everything's the same. You know, these algorithms and I, I don't I've been trying to figure them all out. And but that's not even an algorithmic mistake. That's well, like it, a straight up scam, dude. It it feels like it for sure. Um because why is why is one person's time more valuable than this guy, right? They're the exact same. They're in the same freaking place, yeah. right? Looking at the same app. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it is it is pretty it is pretty bad. I'd like to understand why for sure. But yeah. you know, sometimes they do the same thing with um, even um, referrals. Um, I had a situation similar to that where I had a referral that my phone said for phoenix it was like a 200 hundred dollar referral and my buddy's phone had a hundred dollar referral same same exact time same everything i don't understand it what's up cody and autumn alaska gigging. have you seen these guys channel you gotta check them out yeah alaska gigging guns yeah they're pretty cool they do this up in uh the little north anchorage yeah um but he's like saying no Instacart either. You know, it's God, yeah. Jason and I were just talking about this before I came on. You guys all know how I feel about Instacart. But um, actually, Jason was the one who was sending me the great shots, though, of Instacart earnings when I was showing them. And if you remember in the start of the year, right at the end of the last year, I was doing that shipped Instacart challenge. Yeah. I was actually asking you for some tips. Well, like, when do the good orders come? Wasn't much of a challenge for you. I know. I know. But I, I remember saying to you, like, well, dude, when do the good ones come through? I like, remember you some were, good ones on ship. Yeah. But I'm like, I haven't seen anything I'd take on, on Instacart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. They have games you play, for sure. And uh, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. 
it's it's hard to figure it out. The algorithms are very very strange with Instacart. Absolutely, there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what's up, Bruce? How are you? Um. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just crazy. It is. But okay, this is. I find this very crazy too. Here's. I mean, another crazy thing. Some weeks there's just not as much crazy stuff. This week already there is. So, you know, we got those little trash can robots down in L.A. that are Uber Eats robots. Yeah, I got them here too. Oh, have you seen one? Oh yeah, on the okay. campus. <laughs> They have little eyeballs too, don't they? Yeah, they look like like they make fake eyes, don't they? Yeah. Okay. So, so this one looks more like a uh, the one the one that I'm going to be talking about is is by the company uh, uh, Cartken, and they're actually it looks more like a cooler. Yeah. (laughs) Like you know, like a like an ice cooler or something (laughs) on wheels. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to roll this out. Grubhub and Cartken are going to roll this out for all of Ohio State University. But those are not aware, Ohio State University is not a small university. That is a, a massive Big Ten university. Yeah. I mean, it has 100,000 or close to it in the undergrad, I believe. Yeah. So, And they were saying how this could help shut down needing the use of places uh, to go eat on the campus. Really? <laughs> you got enough of these stupid things to roll around and they're going to work and... Like I said, it looked like a it looked like a like a cooler. It looked like I'd pushed like um like uh like the wheels from a Weber grill onto <laughs> yeah. like a cooler. I know exactly what you're talking about. We have I mean, one. It just looks like the... it's just every part looks like junk, is what I'm saying though. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. They just look yeah. like junk, dude. It is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and they and they, you know, I, I was driving actually just not too long ago. I was delivering my Turo car and I was in Tempe. And uh, one of them was going across the road and everybody stopped and waiting for it. And you know, it's got a little flag on it, you know, and everything. And it, yeah. and, uh, it was delivering. It's, it's ridiculous. But I'll be honest with you. I, as a delivery driver, I don't really care. I hate going on campus. Right. To yeah. Deliver, so yeah. let them do it. It's I mean, I think, I think campus would needs to ha- campuses need to have like a hotspot. Mm-hmm. Like somewhere that maybe even there's somebody working who can be the distribution where you just for pull sure. in, drop it off, and drop then they wait and, and get yeah, it to the next sure. person. Because yeah. Yeah, the drivers can't be... I mean, first of all, the campuses don't even want people not going to school there on the campus anyway. Right. So it's it's just a it's a lose across the board. So Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I, I hate delivering on campus and picking up passengers, everything. I hate everything about campuses. <laughs> <laughs> Including the people that go there. <laughs> yeah, right. Nowadays, nowadays, man, the price of college. I was it was funny. I was in the grocery store the other day and I heard this kid talking about uh there was like two seniors, you know. My son's a he's gonna be a, a junior next year, but there were like two seniors in there who obviously like this is or this is their senior year coming up. And they were in the grocery store and they were talking about like, well, I think I'm gonna go to Iowa. And I'm like, oh, I'm just kind of overhearing it, right? And it's like, okay, yeah. I, I was a good college. And then they threw out a number and they're like, for out of state, it's like 49 though. Now I'm like, thousand. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. Like it's a good school, man. And, but what does it cost to go to a, a big town then? <laughs> like, this is, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this is, I'm not dogging Iowa guys. It's a great place. But right. <laughs> it's just, to me, it's just crazy. I don't know. These amounts are just, like, I don't know, when I was at the age of college, that would have been all four years. Oh, easily, yeah. And that For wasn't sure. that long ago. We're not talking like a hundred years. Right. Like, this is in a very short span, like 
what it used to cost to go the whole four years of college is now one year. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's this, insane. That's just ridiculous. And then half the time they don't even use their degree anyway. Exactly. Yeah. If they even get it. Right. And aside from being like a lawyer or a doctor right. or something very specific, how do you even know that that job or that career field is not going to be automated, switched over to gig economy, whatever it might be? Well, you know, what I told my daughter was I said, hey, if you want to go to college, great. If you have a reason to go, don't go for the experience. Right. right. Uh, don't go to get away from from me. Um, and so what she did was she she got a job after high school. And then she found out she loved that that field, which was in uh, the medical field. And then she got her boss through the work to pay for classes for her to go to, you know, improve in her job. Yeah. And um, she essentially has got a college degree without ever, you know, having to pay for it. So, and she's in a field she already knows. Yeah. I mean, that's really what needs to happen is people need to be able to maybe that's the way for better accountability there too. Like, you know, like when my son graduates, if he, whatever he wants to do, he has to go sell himself to a company. Yeah. This is what I want to do. You sure? You sure? And somehow he's going to owe the company, which could give him a better interest rate. Cause we all know that it's Gary Middleton and I were just talking about the other day, how it's like 60 days after you graduate before you got to yeah. start paying. Yeah. Right. It, it should be like three years. You need Easily. time to get your feet. Yeah, you got to be experienced. Where you're going to live. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can't start charging people back on their $200,000 loans in 60 days after they finish college. Right. Yeah. They're not going to be able to do anything with that. I guess they'll all have to do Instacart afterwards. So the I saw another thing, the DoorDash new features. Why on earth is DoorDash doing what um what is what is it Yelp? Why are they having written reviews, item ratings and more? You know, I don't know. I I don't understand um half the things that these guys do and like what their their thing is. I know that um <clears throat> Instacart also just added a bunch of uh, a bunch of stuff too. And I, I don't really understand it. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's a weird thing. It really is. I mean, but so like as a, what, as a DoorDash customer, I'm not a driver. If I order DoorDash, I'm now going to, what, they're going to want me to, to write a review on the food. Right. Um, I, I guess the only thing that I could say is yeah, DoorDash is trying to now get into, um, some other way of driving business to them. So if they are out there with a whole rating system for restaurants, right. Their name is attached to those ratings. Their name yeah. is, is constantly talked about or, or whatever. Um, and people that uh, maybe weren't going to do reviews or sit down in that restaurant, maybe they'll go ahead and order it and feel comfortable behind the, you know, their, their screen, right. In the review. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the thing to me, though, I, I'm not even viewing it like that. I'm viewing it like, aren't you making more of an affiliation with yourself that they always are trying to separate? No, we're not. Yeah, we're not employers. We're not. We're just this right. guy. We're just this thing over here. Don't look over here. Yeah. And anytime you got to you got to do that, it's like, well, OK, now you're going to pull in features that kind of show that you are more even tied to these businesses and stuff, yeah. but you're not. But right. I mean, yeah, I don't keep, know. It's like they keep throwing, they keep pushing things in people's face. Like we're not an employer. 
but look at this, look at this. Look, they keep, I mean, I feel like they keep pushing this line at a time when really they should be holding the line. Absolutely. You I know, it's, you know, hold the line. Don't fight it. Don't, don't keep going. Well, we're going to keep doing this. Right. I think, you know, everybody's getting a little fed up with that crap. <laughs> yeah. So, I think they're just, they're just trying different things. Like, you know, they're trying to beat the next, you know, whatever the next guy with the next app is thinking, you know, Lyft and Uber do that all the time. They try to one up the other one before they do something. And then, you know, you know the other one's playing catch up if it works. So. Um, last week we talked a little bit about, uh, drones and it looks, I'm going to say, look out, uh, uh, is it, is it Lockford, Lockford, California, because you have been selected as, as the Amazon drone city. Yeah. Just you guys. However, you do have to opt into it. So I, I will urge every one of you not to opt into it because with every order, you'll have to say, yes, I'm okay with a drone delivery. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Make it be, don't, I mean, don't do it just because it'll be fun or you want to see it happen. You know, because the part of the article too, or the articles I was reading was that every one of them was calling them out as BS anyway, saying that they're a century late from their promises. (laughs) You know, like 10 years ago, we were going to, we got drones. We're going to be, nope. Yep. You know, you guys are full of it. Now you got one city you're going to target. You, the FAA is very skeptical. Yeah. They're working with them, but they're very skeptical. They need to have, every single thing they're going to be doing. And I just don't see how the FAA is going to be able... I mean, this is one city. Yeah. When you talk about the United States, like if it does work in this city, what, you're going to go have it... You're going to go have these drones everywhere and the FAA is going to be like, yeah, we don't have anything to do, so we'll handle all that for you. Yeah. How's that going to all be tracked? And oh, it'd be, it's be I mean, nice. FAA employees are stretched thin. How are they going to... Who's going to, who's going to handle these? Yeah. I mean, I was even reading that a lot of them aren't even going to be like, uh, they're, they're going to have like sub commands per hundred. So like one person per hundred. So there won't even be a person watching. Sounds like a, an autonomous vehicle situation. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. To me, it's, Flying cars. If, you, if, you get, if you have the option to, op, to, to take a drone, don't take it, guys. Yeah. Um, you know, just just don't. It's, you know... We don't need any of that. And then the same thing, you know, this is this is pretty crazy too. Speak, we we talked about Walmart a little bit uh, earlier, and I think is it called is it Plano, Texas, or Plano? Which one Plano. is it? Plano. Plano so Plano, Texas. Uh, there's a there's a Dallas taco shop that's going going to do, and I really, you know, the Ghost Kitchen was supposed to be this great thing that was going to have top end food, great chefs. We're gonna you know, it's going to really bring you the 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 restaurant setting to your house with five star food and stuff. Okay, now this this very famous taco shop in Dallas is now going to open up uh, a ghost kitchen in Plano, Texas, in Walmart. Yeah. Okay, so my four or five star restaurants come from Walmart, right? Well, so, you know, I'm sorry, but that just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, half the Walmarts, half the Walmarts, you know, uh, McDonald's or Burger King is in there, right? And I see a lot of them pulling out. So I guess they got to put in a, a different guy. I don't know. Yeah, but if you're a ghost kitchen, at least from what I, my take on ghost kitchens is they're four and five star restaurants. You have chefs, yeah. you have people who are, have put their careers into this. Right. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like you think about it, 
if Walmart is, if Burger King and uh, McDonald's are pulling out for whatever reason, because I see a lot of them empty, right? Um, yeah. What what makes you think this is going to work? Yeah, nobody's going to do that. You ever seen people Walmart.com? <laughs> ain't going to go in there and eat that stuff. Right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. And in, in the pictures I was seeing too, were showing like all this nice new stainless and stuff. And I'm like, what is this going to be like an observed area too? Is this going to be like some clear walled thing that you can like watch right. from Walmart? It's going right. to be like a zoo experiment or something. You can Jeez. walk up to it and just Mongolian barbecue or something like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so, Oh, and before I forget uh, guys, it's June 13th. On June 15th is the very last day to file taxes without penalization or without is a major penalization or whatever. Yeah. I mean, if you're already it. late, you're already screwed anyway. But it, June right. 15th is a big date. You need to get that stuff in. Um, and then, yeah, see, Cody's talking about the ghost kitchens being run, ran out of homes. I was reading him that in D.C. too was happening. Mm-hmm. That they were busting down on either DoorDash or Grubhub. One of them was letting ghost kitchens operate out of people's houses. Yeah, like they really it's and it, not let, but they didn't know any better. They were like, oh, I don't know where where it is. It's like it's the same thing as like when you guys just add businesses to the re- to the menu that don't want to be on your damn platform. Oh yeah, people get irritated about that all the time. Yeah, it's like, dude, you need to again. It's how it's like how Uber operates. Well, let's put yeah. you on it. Well, we don't want to be on it. Well, you're on it now. Like, right? I don't want to be on it. Yeah, I dealt with one of them on an Uber Eats uh, deal at a very nice restaurant in uh, Florida last year. And I walked yeah. in. I said, I need to do an Uber Eats order, and they're like, We don't do it. And I was like, Okay, well, um, then I just need to place an order. We don't do Uber Eats. I said, I'm not here for Uber Eats. I just need to place an order. And she's like, what, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. And then I just read off what I need to order from Uber Eats and I paid for it and stuff, but it, it was a pain for sure. But yeah, it's, um, it, those restaurants do not like that at all. Yeah, no, they don't. Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about what, um, what, when I was sending some things over to you, you talked to me about like how pe- people are going to need to learn. Cause you were bringing up something that I had on last week to about the, you know, people were talking about summer slowdown yeah. and I don't always, yeah, it, it summer slowdown happens, but it also summer makes some and makes and breaks some markets. Like they need summer. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, I think that um, different apps uh, work differently uh, for slowdowns and pickups. And really, I think my thought process is uh, multi-apping and, and having different, don't just stick to one simple thing. Um, I have a guy here uh, in Phoenix and he's like, I only do Instacart. I will not do anything else. And then he constantly complains to me about, you know, it being slow or no work or, Hey man, are you seeing orders? And I'm only at $30 for the day. And he's all upset. And I'm thinking to myself, well, this time right now is not good for Instacart. Like it just historically is bad. You know, Wednesday afternoon, it's always bad. Right. Um, and then so you you really have to diversify yourself and, and and do other things to to be able to fill the the voids. Um same with um time of year, you know, the the early spring um February time frame is just slow for rideshare. It always has been, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's no 
real rhyme or reason to it. It just, it always is. And it's the same with different, different ones. And I think that um, it's important to understand that and learn from other people's mistakes and, you know, add other things or can, uh, you know, have multiple different things you're working with. I mean, I, I do, I don't know, eight or nine different, um, different ones. So. Yeah. Um, you know, so are you seeing the slowdown though? Are you feel, are, are you, or are you seeing you know, less, less, I mean, it's, it's, it's so, impo- it's so hard to tell how much they're onboarding. Yeah, but, yeah absolutely. Uh, but, you know, but at the same time, people do recognize the gas prices aren't a joke right now. This isn't just what it was a few months back. Now it's yeah. A problem. The, the, you know, it's crazy because I thought in my weird head that with the gas prices increasing, I would be super busy because nobody wanted to, you know, get groceries or they didn't want to drive their car or whatever. And I found it actually slowing down quite a bit. And that surprised me um, with, uh, especially with food delivery. Also that there wasn't an increase in tips from customers. That surprised me as well. I thought for sure that people would be like, oh man, I'm so appreciative that this guy's out here paying those high gas. I'm going to pay extra for him. And and it's not. um, Yeah. So, you know, there's very few, um, surge pricing right now on Lyft or Uber in the area. I'll, I'll look all the time and it's just very, very little where normally, you know, you got on Friday night and you're, you're pretty darn busy and it's, and it's just, um, I think people are just kind of hunkering down. The whole economy's crashing. Everything's, you know, stock markets are tanking, gas prices, food is up. So everybody's just like, all right, we're just going to, you know, order a movie tonight and eat a sandwich. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. Well, I mean, that's kind of what it is though. I mean, you can't, I don't know about you, man. I'm kind of in that same group you were just talking about. Yeah. Absolutely. I I can't, I'm going to be honest. I'm not even, even if I, you know, come up with some extra money one week right now, I'm not in a, in the mode to use that extra money to do anything for myself. Absolutely. I I'm the same way. I mean, I, my darn stock account, you know, I've lost 20, 20 some thousand dollars in the last six months. It's, it's right. making me sick, you know? Yeah. And, um, gas, gas, you know, like we mentioned earlier, I got my motor home. I got to fill up. It used to cost $95 to fill up and I was all upset about it, you know, and now it's 250 to fill up, you know, right. and that only go like 300 miles. So it's pretty, uh, it's pretty sickening for sure. Yeah. But yeah. You, you just have to adapt to it. You know, but I, like you, I'm, I'm just like pulling back. I'm not doing much. Um, yeah. I'm not going out to movies and, and doing all the fun things I normally would try to do on the weekends. I'm just hunkering down. And I, and it's not just you and me though. I see that everywhere looks dead. I mean, yeah. just people aren't even people that are well, that are well off, better off or whatever you might want to call it. Right. Even they're not really out in force. Nobody's out in force. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. I mean, the only crowded place I go is the grocery store, and yeah. everybody's like holding their head just while the while the numbers are being tabulated. It's seriously. It's like, oh my god! Like I, I can be one, I can be one back at the grocery store and watch somebody just staring at the screen. Yeah. Like now they're not. If somebody's and, like, well, we don't have a bag, or you want to? Because I'm all I am always bagging my own stuff you know whatever but like i watch other people who are like no i'm not gonna be bagging i'm gonna be watching that screen yeah like they're like you're not getting me to do it right now 
and they're you know, holding on to the counter as they're doing it because they're going to faint in a minute. Yeah. yeah, and people say it's like eleven, you know, eight point five or eleven percent. I've been saying this for a while. Like, if I go spend like a hundred dollars, I just make it easy because I have to spend more than this even before. But if I go spend a hundred dollars on my son and I for the week, just the two of us, yeah. that same groceries. First of all, if they have it, starting yeah. to run into their out of a lot again. There is a lot of that, but. If they have the same list of groceries that normally cost us a hundred bucks, it's about a hundred and forty right now. I'm not kidding. Yeah. So and, that, and here's to me the thing is 40%. too. It's not here's the thing five. too that I have noticed doing um, uh, Instacart or even shipped. You know, you have to scan the barcode right to uh, to when you when you're getting an item, and I'll go grab a thing of cereal and I'll scan it and it won't work. I'm like, that's it. That's the right one. But it's a different barcode because the ounces inside are smaller. And I actually took some videos of this. They had updated the the box itself, but they hadn't updated the, the little tag. So it was 15 ounces and the box was 12. Now they've even gone down to nine ounces in the same box. The price has stayed the same, yep. but it's gone from 15 ounces to 12 and now nine ounces. The box is the same size. Yep. It's just that little number has changed on the bottom. It's almost half of what was in there before. I so. didn't. I don't know how many products it's happening with, but actually, that was brought to my attention either by something I saw on TV, even maybe it was something news, or else it was something in a paper. But then I actually noticed it in a store on one. I can't remember what it was. It was like one product, and yeah. I noticed it. Like you're saying, same size box, everything. But if you look close enough, it's not because you could. I think it was cereal or something. I could put it up yeah. against the other cereals that size. Yeah. And if it was like twenty point five ounces, I'll send, you, I'll send, a, I'll send like you, if I find a picture. I'll send it to you. Yeah. It's, but I'm like, it, I literally have companies are doing time. this though. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking yep. about one or two, but there might be tons. And I think it was no, you know what it was? It was yogurt. It was uh, oh, uh the Koba Kobai or what is it? Um, Kabani Shajabani or something. The ones that have the either just the yogurt or the flip and fold ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're uh, using smaller packaging or less yeah. in the same packaging. That's the one it was. Yeah. I mean, this is this is this is what we're dealing with. It sucks. Yeah, Chabani. Um, but yeah, so the, they're the ones. Like they they basically that's who that's what I that's the one I caught and noticed right away. Like yeah. that one was like, damn, like it it straight up says. I mean, you it's not even trying to hide it. It's less. You can see yeah. less if like you hold it up to the light. You know, if you hold one up to the light, you can kind of see through the plastic. Right. You yeah. can see that the levels way down even. Yeah. Chips are the same way, you know. They add more air. Yeah, yeah. Chips have always been a scam, though, because they they, they could they could just be a third full. If that, (laughs) yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) You know, but it is it is it's sickening. Like I'm I'm so irritated by it, and you know I'm thinking maybe I'll have to move somewhere and just plant a big garden or something. I don't know, but you're right. It is so easy to go and uh, (laughs) and buy. And, you know, buy $150 worth of groceries and it's, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. And it's, it's not, I don't know where these people, I, I mean, I know that somehow they use these numbers and I know there's people on the other side who are like, those numbers aren't right. So I know it's not just a group of people who all think the same. We're like, it's 8.5, but right. I don't know where they live that it's 8.5 because my world is not 8.5 at all. No, mine neither. 
And it's not just the grocery store. I'm talking everything. And I'm even leaving gas out of it, which is the most ridiculous of all of it. Everything's up around 35, 40%. I don't know where 8% comes from. Yeah, no, not at all. I I don't think that's true anywhere. And if anybody in the chat happens to know of a place where you think it's only 8.5, please let me know because I would love to to do some research on that and find out why, you know, because I... I don't know where they, I don't know why they come up with these bunk numbers. It, it's not like people, it's not like that helps people feel better. Like I don't no. feel better if I see 8.5. Oh my gosh. It's only, Ooh, good thing. Like, right. I know better. I'm like going ball. It's, it's 40%. This is not helping me for you to show me some number that's not real. Well, it's so, it's scary though. Like if you say it's for, if you say, so gas is something you can physically see, right? There's all these little tricks for a lot of the other things. So if you actually tell them it's 30%, that's a that's pretty scary. Even 10% is scary. Um, in, in my opinion, what's going to end up happening is they're going to end up, you know, probably right around election time. That's usually how they do this. But you're going to end up taking, and gas will be $7 a gallon. And they're going to scale it back to five just for you, you know, because they're your new best friend to the government and everything. So they're going to really help you out and bring it down to five. And then that's all they'll talk about. Same with inflation. They'll do the same thing. Well, it's, it, it's, and it's like this, uh, you know, a lot of, where, where did I just recently hear? Somebody was telling me like, I was talking about the, or, um, oh, it was Ron Walter that told me that the 62.5 cent, uh, uh, mileage deduction yeah, yeah. goes into effect July 1st. I've been hearing a lot of people say it's in effect and I'm like, whoa, dude, I, it's not. I'm kind of curious about that. That's actually a good topic that you bring up because how does that work? Like, am uh, am I going to need, so is it into effect in July? So what happens pre-July? Is it still a 58? So you got to keep track of that at the end of the year. You got, hey, I did, uh, you know, 28,000 miles at 58 cents. And then I did, you know, 18,000 miles even if you don't, even if you don't and, do quarterly and, taxes or whatever, but you're a, a full-time gig worker like like mm-hmm. we are, right. I would probably I would probably do all of your mileage at end of June, end of this month. I would do it at fifty-eight five, and, and just, just kind of close that portion off as okay. Well, and then you know, is the uh, you know because Uber and Lyft, you know, they'll send you the mileage, right? Which isn't accurate, but they'll send you that. Um, are they gonna say, hey, you know? They gonna break that up for you? Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. Yeah, um, you know, Bruce is saying that temporary fuel surcharge fifty five cents for one mile ride and fifty five cents for a hundred and six mile ride. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, here's my thing. You know, shouldn't there be some adjust? Of course there should, but you know what? There's not. I I want to know who's taking them. Who's I, taking I, this? Who's yeah, <laughs> I yeah, seriously. Um, you, you have to, I, to be, be honest, going to where that 106 miles is. There, yeah, because then you're stuck there. You can't even get a ride back because you don't even live in that city anymore. Right. You, know, you, can't, you can't do anything. Um, that that should have never happened. That was a complete PR stunt. Oh, yeah. It, it should have been. If they were really trying to help a driver, they're going to say, hey, we're adding 20 cents per mile or 50 cents per mile. This whole per trip thing, because what happened is the the people who don't know, they hear what they want to hear. Hey, you're getting an extra 50 cents a mile. No, we're not. We're getting, we're getting 50 cents for that 106 mile. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, it's, 
I mean, like John's saying here, it's a slap in the face. You know what I mean? It it is because it it was a PR stunt. And to be honest, let's I've I've kind of mentioned this before too that you know it's it's same kind of thing we were talking about Uber being in bed with uh, Maricopa County. Yep. You know, it's kind of it's kind of the same thing. Like, well, okay, well, Uber's in bed with these newspapers, and yes, the newspapers, many of them will write a real article on Uber. You know, right. the Miami Herald, the Chicago Tribune, New York Times, Boston, like Boston Globe, all of these will write a real article on Uber, bad or good. However, right. these kind of articles, it's like they get their way with it. Yeah. Like, hey, That's make cool. us look good in this. Yep. That's and they, right. For some reason, it, at all at the same time, all the newspapers drop all the same articles saying, look how good they're being to their drivers. Right. And it's like, come on, man. You know this isn't. You reported last week or two days ago how bad this company is. Now you're like saying, this is like them cashing in a chip with one of these companies. Like, hey, you remember, we finance a lot of your stuff. We, right. You know, it's, I guess people, I guess what I'm saying is people need to stop being in bed with these companies. Yeah. Especially, no, you're right. Like, especially news outlets. News outlets need to be very co- careful with these gig companies because I, you yeah. know, we, I'm not somebody who runs around saying fake news, fake news, fake news, because I think that you can dig through the news and find the reality in it. Yes. If anything, it's bad reporting. There's a lot of bad reporters out there who just don't really dig deep enough to get stuff. But the information's out there. So it's, you know, I mean, if they really wanted to, they know. I mean, I I just don't get why one paper isn't like PR stunt. That's all BS. These drivers are not being paid crap. Right. One big paper to write that article would stand out. You know, it's interesting. I, I have a lot of people um, contact me, want to interview me and, and things. And I, I had a, um, <clears throat> I don't remember which paper it was. It was a, it was a fairly large paper. They said they were doing a story on unethical something or other with these companies. And they saw a tweet that I had put out about, um, I think it was Instacart. And she wanted to interview me and she had it all set up. And then like out of the blue, a day before or two days before she's like, Oh, we're killing the story. We're not doing it. And I was just, I was just curious. Did they have a whole pile of people lined up to interview? And then the company came in and said, Hey, you know, we don't want you doing this story or, you know, how did that work? Cause all of a sudden, like she was all excited. She had it all set up, you know, had all the times and sent me all the information and then bam, Nope, we're not doing it. Maybe she interviewed some of the bots instead. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh we got we got told by instacart we're not supposed to do that story because uh they have some bots out there right oh, they have them okay yeah we know yeah. they have them yeah so um yeah i don't know I, I was saying how like you can't even type in the word instacart on any social media you probably know this without 10 people getting on there and going my friend on instagram can and it's like i didn't even talk about being deactivated or not liking it i just put the word instacart in there yeah, I have a I have a YouTube video that I did about I don't know two years ago, and um, every day I go in, it, and it was on it was on bots and um, signal boosters, and the whole the the whole thing was does your screen look like this? And I had a picture of of the different uh, screens where it had no batches or a batch would just flash, you know, and then I had a solution for this, and this is what my YouTube video is about. And um, every day I go in and delete these these bots 
that come on and say, Hey, my friend, you know, uh, on Instagram, or they have the little arrows pointing up to the, the name, you know, I, I make $2,000 a day. Thanks to my friend, you know, pointing up yeah, yeah, yeah. every day. Yeah. I, I delete them. And every day I put in hide this user from the channel. It's always some seductive looking girl or some good looking guy, you know, is all posed perfectly in the, in the little picture. Um, drives me crazy. I literally, this is like a routine for me. Every day I go in on this video and I delete them every day. I mean, you, I could honestly go to Twitter and you and I are both on Twitter. A lot of people that we talk to aren't, but we're both on Twitter. So I can go to Twitter when we're done with this and just put Instacart as a tweet. Just that, no hashtag, nothing. Yep. And I will have people saying that I can save your account. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Didn't say, I didn't say anything about it. I just said Instacart. That's all right. I said. Yep. Just said Instacart. Yep. They'll DM you. They'll, they'll uh, yep. have the big plan. Send us 300 bucks. We'll make it happen for you. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy, man. It's uh... a... <laughs> it so, so, um while we're wrapping it up here, I guess, like what, what are you going to find? What are you trying to make? What is, or what is your primary app right now? What is the one that you're having most success with? Cause I know you're multi-apping, you're running everything. You're I, I have kind of a, I have kind of a routine. So I um, have now entered into doing Turo. Um, and uh, so I have cars on Turo and uh, I'm kind of doing um, multiple things. So I may go deliver a car on Turo and then based on where that delivery is, I may be turning on my Uber app. Maybe it's near the airport um, yeah. or I'm near Costco around 10 o'clock and I'll turn on my Instacart. Um, I'll see if I can get some uh, shipped um, uh, promos in the area. Um, if it's noon or, or six, you know, five to seven o'clock, I'll turn on DoorDash. Maybe I'll both run at the same time. Yeah. Um, but uh I, I would say I don't really have a primary one. I, I tend to try to hit the big drop at Costco on Instacart, right? Get a $60, $70 order in the morning. If I do, that puts me right about noon. So I might flip on DoorDash or Uber Eats. Um, so yeah, have, I you, really, have you not, have you not tried corner shop yet? I have not tried corner shop. Huh? I only asked because I know it's uh, John Dash was saying that it's big down there. Yeah. Like he was saying, he's doing really well with corner shop. Yeah, so I'm kind of surprised you're not trying it yet. Well, I'm I'm, I'm I got too much going on. I'll be honest. Yeah. You should see. I'm also <laughs> okay. So I'm also into Airbnb, right? So I have uh, two different Airbnb houses here in Phoenix that I'm converting from a house to an Airbnb house, okay. and um, I'm kind of doing it for some other people who have contacted me, and. Um, if you've never done a bunch of landscaping in 115 to 120 degrees, you are missing out. <laughs> it's pretty intense. Um, so uh, I spent, I spent, I spent some, I spent about uh, eight months in Tucson and one of some of those eight months were a full summer. Yeah. I literally was like, I mean, I might as well just go sleep out on the street. I yeah. didn't want to be in the house. The house was hotter than outside. It's brutal. It is brutal. And, oh my God, you know, dude. so what I'm doing is I'm trying to do this work at night. I was just out here the other night. I'm building this rock wall and putting in some fake grass and some stuff. And I'm not kidding you. I was out there at 10 o'clock at night and it was still over 100 degrees. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? What is going on? So I've got about another month and then I'm done with all of them. And 
and I'll be moving uh, moving on yeah. down the direction. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, about to get it's about to get real bad there. It is. I mean, it's that it time was, of year you do not want to be in Arizona. It was one fifteen here yesterday, and yeah. uh, it's it's tough, and and it drives me crazy with these delivery people because. I just, I'll send you a screenshot of a couple of them that just bothers me like you wouldn't believe. Somebody puts on $1 tip, right? And they've ordered 24 cases of water to an apartment number. And you'll know this if you do deliveries, apartment number 3015, right? You know what that means. So um, 24 (laughs) cases of water, $1 tip. Anyway, yeah, it's ridiculous. (laughs) It is ridiculous, man. You know, I don't, I don't know. These people, I, I get that they need the service. I get they want to use it, but they also, I hope that, I hope that at least most of them feel bad at least. You know, I know I, not all people are that way. I spent enough time in the bar think, industry that people know to tip. I used to think people would feel bad. I don't think that anymore. I don't think they feel bad. I think they're like, hey, I got some poor soul who's, doing a delivery here and and better them than me i don't know yeah, I, yeah. but you know yeah. what Carmo I mean, did them i think yeah, i mean it kind of has moved to a do for yourself world i mean i i've i've always said that you know i catch a lot of flack for this i've always said you know i don't want to even, even say most anymore but many people are crap yeah <laughs> you know it's just it's just yeah. the bottom it's true man it's just truth i'm sorry Yep, a lot right. of people are just crap, man. They don't, they really, it, it's above and beyond not caring about you or me. Like they're just yeah. crap. They don't even recognize it. It's junk. not even on their radar. They're, they're just like, junk. Oh, it is terrible. It is, it yeah. is, bad. you know, and, but you know what? Here's the thing in any business you're in, you got to take the good with the bad, right? Cause, you know, we rarely talk about the person who orders five items and takes you 10 minutes and they give you a $50 tip, right? So, sure. Sometimes you're going to get the good and sometimes you're going to get the bad. And uh, I, I try to remember that in the middle of the bad. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, Yeah. Marissa wants me to give the percentage, but she knows me too well that I used to call it 90. (laughs) I used to say 90% of the population is bad people. (laughs) You know, I think, I think it's changing. I'm trying to, I think it's really, it's moving because I think that as this, this younger generation is entitled, um, uh, serve me kids yeah. are coming up, you know, they're now becoming adults and they're like, wait a second, the real world doesn't serve me. Well, I'm going to make an app serve me then, you know, and it's, I don't want to work for my, my work, you know, my money. And I don't want to carry 24 cases of water up three flights of stairs. So I'm going to pay some guy to do it. And Oh, I'm paying them $6 on Instacart. Yeah, that sounds yeah. pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. I can't believe he's going to do it for that. Yeah, exactly. I, that's what it is. It's more like I got to I gotta imagine it's more like a dare. Nobody's going to bring 24 cases of water to the third floor yeah. for a dollar tip. Well, hey, somebody, you know what? Somebody's putting it in 10 and they're like, dude, make it a dollar. See if somebody actually takes it. So I actually screenshotted a bunch of this just the other day. I actually beat Instacart at their own game with this one. And I'm not going to tell you how I did it, but um, I ended up uh, I ended up making an extra 50 bucks without ever doing that delivery. So, um, yeah, it's it's you got sometimes you got to think outside the box, yeah. beat them at their own game for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll tell you how I did it. 
explain. Yeah, it. yeah, no, I, I get it, and everybody has to do that, though. Yeah, I mean, it's not like something sneaky that he's trying to keep from everybody. It's just like you got to no. th- if you think outside the box. There's always there's something. There's something you could always, you know. I don't know. I I try and get through my days without having to do any of that. But if I need to, I know I've got the brain power to like take on the, you know, the help desk of whatever. <laughs> So, um, uh oh, it looks like Jason froze on me. Oh, no. well, luckily we were at the end, but I don't want him frozen. <laughs> oh, okay, guys. Well, um, we were at the end because we wrote an hour for the podcast. So, um, oh, he's back. Nice. There you go. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> yeah, he froze. But yeah. uh, this is an hour podcast, so I do keep it to that. What's up, Thomas? What's up, Rideshare Lisa? What's up, uh, John McCallion? I saw came in. Um, yeah, what's up, everybody? So, uh, yeah, make sure to check out Jason's channel um, if you haven't already. I mean, Jason's been around for a while. He's got he's got he's had a channel up for a while. So there's a lot of good content on there. But his his link is in the show notes. Um, uh, and um uh, make sure that tomorrow night you tune in too because once a month so uh these these co-guest uh podcasts are are great i'm loving these but once a month i'm going to have lou and mary from the long island dash experience the second tuesday of every month they're going to just co-host uh a live with me and that happens to be tomorrow then it won't be t- again until second Tuesday of July. So don't let it throw you off. There's another live. That's just our our now monthly live. So there's going to be another live tomorrow night with those guys. Um, we have a lot of fun with them. So and then next week, I think my I know my co-host is John. It's John McKellian is going to be in here and co-hosting with me. And uh, this week on the roundtable, we got uh, uh, Faith Dasher Pass or as a Mr. Flex likes to call her uh, accept or decline. <laughs> so that's uh, that's going to be fun. But Jason, uh, anything else that you got going on that you want to plug? Or No, not really. I'm just uh, living the dream or surviving the nightmare. Um, right. One of the two. <laughs> but uh, uh, I've seen that you're doing this uh, this FUD thing a couple times, though. I am, yeah. I'm Is actually a regular doing a- thing, though? Yeah, I'm doing a live tomorrow on Turo actually. Um, okay, and uh, it's it's kind of interesting that that group is is uh, it's a good group of guys and it's an interesting um, concept. Um, they they're doing a lot. It's a baby app, you know, um, right. but it's definitely um, something I'm intrigued about and working with them and um, it's it's pretty good. Um, I do I try to do about once a week live on there. So how do people find that or what do they have to do? Or um, You can just go to just search FUD in um, F-U-D um, in um, either a Play Store or, or on um, Apple and just download it. I also have the links on my Instagram and, and you know, different things. But um, but yeah, and then and then you can just search. You can just type in anything. Type in you know Instacart or DoorDash or Uber or anything, and it'll have a lot of videos. They have a lot of videos from TikTok on there. Um, yeah. They're gaining a lot of uh, creators, content creators, and it's actually kind of interesting because as a content creator, it enables me to be able to have a a live with an, an AMA and um, 
and people can get their questions answered. And um, you can actually reward your creator um, with these coins in there or something. And it's, you know, it goes to my, my creator account, I guess. Um, it's not really why I'm doing it, but, but it's yeah. pretty good. I, you know, it's got some bugs that are working out, but overall it's pretty, it's pretty good, but I'll be on there live tomorrow. What's, do you, ha- do you know the live time? Uh, it's four, um, 4 PM Pacific is when I'll okay. be on So 7 yeah. PM Eastern, four Pacific. I'll try and find it and put the link directly yeah. in the show notes so you guys don't have to look for it. I know that you guys yeah. don't like hunting for things, <laughs> so <laughs> I'll make it, yeah. I'll make it easy for you. I'll find it. I'll put it in there. And... Yeah. Tomorrow is going to be, um, about Turo. Um, and then I try to do it once a week on a different topic. Um, primarily, uh, you know, with a different uh, platform each week, but, um, but yeah, tomorrow's going to be about turtle. Right on. Well, Jason, thank you for uh, joining me t- the, uh, tonight. Thank you for making this yeah. uh, more fun too, for me. I'm lo- I really am digging these co-host things. <laughs> this is, I don't think I will go back, man. I'm going to have to. Heck yeah, man. Just keep it going. Yeah. Let's go. All right. <laughs> I got to get on. I got to get in on one of those round tables with you too. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I've been on them before, but, for sure what's up arturo we're just shutting it down but thank you for joining us (laughs) all right everybody we'll see you uh hopefully tomorrow night for the uh lou and mary thing so that's always fun and uh thank you jason again for being on and uh have a good night everybody go uh put some good out into this uh messed up crazy world that's right well all right everybody thank you for joining us tonight and thank you to my co-host jason pease um Always fun to have Jason on the show. He's always a a welcome addition on here, and uh, we will absolutely get him onto the roundtable here sometime soon. Um, Yeah, go ahead, guys. Check out the uh, affiliate links in the show notes, and uh, make sure that you understand that any affiliate link I put in there, not only do I believe in, I work with, I've tried. I think that, you know, as far as, like, I guess the only real app that I'm really plugging in there for actual the actual gig work is Curry. And I do that because I've worked with Curry for a while, but I also believe they pay the best of any gig app out there. Um, Can every market make a whole day on Curry? Probably not, but we all know that we're pretty much almost everybody that is doing this full-time these days is multi-apping. And if you're multi-apping, Curry should be in your arsenal. Um, Also, let's make some room and uh, welcome Moves Financial. Moves Financial is a way is is banking for gig workers financial for gig workers it's uh it it has lots of little perks that uh, gig workers aren't used to probably with your local banks so um with moves you know you can have a you can you can have your banking you know they even give you a little bit of a line of credit if you need it if your car needs some fixing and and you're struggling with time uh or with money and uh you know they can give you a little bit of money up front. Uh, they you, you earn shares of the platforms you work just by simply hooking them up, and it also helps you kind of just uh, see everything in different perspective. Like there's different there's different um, an analytics to looking at this and seeing where you're earning and how. And uh, you know, no harm, no foul. It doesn't cost you anything extra than any other bank would. And uh, I would recommend to anybody to go take a look at Moves Financial. Um, Again, the affiliate link will be in the show notes. So um, that said, oh, and Display Ride, guys. And of course, 
Mr. Middleton's Maximo, Driver Utility Helper, and Flex Alert. Okay, all of these are amazing tools. Um, Gary does an amazing job offering every filter type you could think of. You know, the, you can start with the basics and you can work your way down to absolute <laughs> micro microfiber tweaking. You know, like uh, you can get these to anything that suits your desires. And I think part of the reason he has so many options is because every market's different. So that's it, you guys. Uh, we will see you back here next week on the Rodeo Podcast. Till then, be safe. Go out there and spend some good into this crazy world. We will see you back here next week on Rodeo. Peace.